This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. I just finished traveling Southeast Asia for 41 days, and I usually always get sick when I travel, and quite frankly, eating is difficult for me. It's hard to find a restaurant, and I'm spoiled in Austin with my personal chef. Well, I took these little packets with me this time, 30 of them, in my carry-on suitcase. They kept me totally healthy with 11 different secret ingredients. You can see them at nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. I'll tell you more later on in the show. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash juice. This is episode 675. Coming up tomorrow morning, Mike Wynn joins us. They raised $30 million and I asked him a simple question. I said, Mike, will drone deploy be and create and make you the first trillionaire? Tune in to see what he says. Good morning, everybody. My guest this morning is Andrew Yates. He's the CEO and founder of Artesian, and they want to make sellers more effective at engaging with buyers using smart data and new techniques to create the right impact. He's been involved in sales and marketing for the past 25 years and is aiming to make a difference to people by creating software companies who will make a meaningful dent in the universe. We'll cover a bunch of those companies and much, much more with Andrew today. Andrew, are you ready to take us to the top? I'm ready. All right. So tell us first, uh, what does Artesian do and how do you make money? What's the business model? So we provide a sales acceleration platform and it's all about providing deep contextual insight on companies and the people inside them. With Artesian, you can track every single customer, prospect, competitor, every day, spot business opportunities and critically manage your pipeline risk. So we help um, businesses that we uh, we have a phrase which is customer curious businesses, and we help those businesses increase their credibility, competitiveness, and drive customer satisfaction. So and ultimately revenue. And so I'm a salesperson. I'm maybe an SDR at one of these companies. Um, I'm using our. I'm paying Artesian to basically look at signals in my pipeline to see which of the pipeline I should tackle tomorrow morning based based off interest. Yeah, I mean it might start by addressing you know your your market opportunity, um, pipeline building, you know building smart lists. What we do that's a little bit different is we combine thermographic data with the real-time contextual intelligence. So, you know, you can you can um, you can ask Artesian uh, to find you a company that fits a certain profile in terms of revenue, sales, number of employees, location, market sector. But then layered on top of that, you can say that that are in the news because they're growing, expanding, hiring. Um, in M&A discussions, winning deals, signing contracts, entering into partnerships, wh whatever it is you, um, you, you uh, regard as being a, a sales trigger. We've got some uh, pretty cool natural language processing science that allows us to scan over 10 million sources of structured and unstructured data, and, and hopefully we'll find the killer insight that you need on that company, that marketplace, or that person. Awesome. Hey, Andrew, let me wrap up. Let me let me jump into something here about the market. So this is obviously a space I think it's, it's super fragmented. Uh, we've had some folks on in the space before. Um, tell me where you guys are at in terms of first off, when did you launch the company? And that'll tell us how old it is today. So we started providing service around 2010. Okay. Um, and just to give you an idea on scale, we're, we're at about 30,000 paying subscribers got over 100 large enterprise customers. 
Um, companies like Cisco, Hewlett Packard Enterprise, NetApp, American Express, Lloyd's, Barclays, HSBC, Ernst & Young, KPMG. There's quite a broad um, sector um, coverage. Um, but the one thing that's pretty common about all of those um, customers is that they are in um, high value relationship oriented sales engagement. So launched in 2010, today you're at 30,000 customers. What's your team size today? So it's 60 people. Um, Our run rate this year will be in around about the 10 to $15 million range. Now we're established in the US. We expect that to accelerate and grow. Is that, Andrew, is that what you're at right now? Sorry, is that what you're at right now or that's your goal, what you want to hit by December 2017? That's our goal for this year, yeah. Got it, got it. And, um, you know, our subscribers are paying anything from um, $10,000 a year to to, um, over $2 million annually is our, our largest contract. And we license the software on a per user per month basis. Contracts are annual. And about 68% of our ARR goal for next year or this year that we're in is currently already contracted. And so if I assume a minimum, so you have, you said 30,000 customers and now you give a big range for ARPUs. You said, you know, between 10 and all the way up to $2 million annually. If I divide that out and kind of do a monthly and get about $1,000 per month per customer multiplied times the 30,000 customers, is that math right? Can I get about a 30? Well, that's not right because it's too high, but that comes out to about 30 million in MRR, which is wrong. So how's my math wrong? So so of the 30,000, we've got, we've got, we we basically had two services in the early days. We, we provided, um, trigger-based news as a service on its own um, and that is a relatively low cost per seat type service that we license in the thousands to large enterprises a company like Barclays bank you know 10,000 users in their enterprise and get um, a, a market uh, news uh, alert every morning push to their their blackberry or their iphone so andrew when um, you say so 30,000 customers you mean total businesses or are those seats in all the businesses their seats in, in those businesses. It's a, it's about 120 enterprise customers. Got it. Okay, so 120 enterprise customers that and of those uh, uh, companies, uh, they they add up to about 30 uh, 30,000 unique seats. That's right. Okay, that yeah. makes good sense. And what were you? Um, well, obviously, your goal is 10 to 15 million AR by the end of 2017. Uh, it's what now March 2017. What did you do last year in total MRR? Or sorry, last month in total MRR. So that'll be about that'll be about 40 percent growth on our on our run rate, our exit run rate uh, for last year. Um, we we made a conscious decision um, at, at around about September October last year to take down. Um, the, the cash burn in terms of uh, in terms of investment. So we're actually striving uh, towards um, profitability and cash flow positivity, which we should hit around about May this year. How bad did that get? What was your largest month in terms of cash burn? Um, we were we were regularly, you know, seeing off um, between three and four hundred thousand dollars a month um, in the early days, um, we, we, you know, we've raised about 40 million of, of, um, of equity and, and, and debt to, to fund that. And that helped us, you know, drive growth in the 50 to 70% range. And um, or, organically we can hit 30 to 40%. So we made a decision that we were gonna, 
you know, just slow down the acceleration a little bit um, in terms of, um, you know, using VC money to drive that growth, artificially inseminate that market. No, it makes good sense. Um, if I'm doing the math correctly, you've got, uh, if your goal is kind of a 10 to $15 million AR run right by the end of 2017, and you want to get a healthy growth rate over last year's numbers. I, I mean, I assume you're probably doing around 700K per month right now. About, yeah, about that's a, right. Okay, yeah. got it. Good. Um, so, and then if, if, again, if I divide 700,000 uh, uh, by the uh, by the 120 enterprise customers, it's fair to say the average enterprise is paying you about six grand per month, but most of those are our annual contracts. Is that right? Yeah, that's right, and and they do vary. I mean, our largest our largest um, customer with with you know at the higher end of the tariff scale uh, would be um, one of the banks in the UK that has about four and a half thousand seats deployed. And I think I think the thing that makes us a little bit different is, um, you know, our customer retention is running at around about ninety three percent gross and one hundred and twenty percent net. Um, we, we is that revenue, at, Andrew? Is that revenue or, or retention or actual customer number retention? Um, so the, the gross number is is the like for like dollar for dollar year on year, and then the net is plus upsell. Okay, got it. So what was the gross again? Sorry, ninety three annually. One hundred and twenty. Okay, got it. So ninety three percent annual retention, and one hundred and twenty, and and uh, in terms of net. And, you know, we also run a net promoter score program to check in on how um, satisfied our customers are. And that's running at av an average over the last 12 months of plus 43. And I was, deli I was delighted to see that, um, you know, we're now, we're now number two in the G2 crowd uh, ranking in terms of the most popular sales intelligence platform just just behind the guys at discover org yeah andrew so this so we had the discover org guys on he you know he shared with me um henry in that episode that uh, they're doing about five million ish uh per month in revenue but they're also very uh they have kind of a very uh, very much kind of a vertical integration right they're very sector focused um you, you guys are, i think are taking a different approach i mean how do you win this space and the reason yeah. i asked that the reason i asked that is because it seems like when i talked to bar contact henry discover org i talked to all the Clearbit. everyone seems to buy access to everyone else's data on the back end but no one wants to admit it but they'll but they'll eventually admit it and then they say well, we have our we're, proprietary we're happy to admit it we, we partner with um we partner with you see um you know, what Henry's doing with his business, which is interesting, you know, he's using um, a, a team of researchers to build very, very deep and, and very detailed um, vertical data sets, particularly focused in, in regions and particularly focused in industries like IT. And, you know, that, that data is extremely high value. We, we wouldn't aim to compete with Discover Org. We're, we're really about what you do next once you've identified the company that you need to go after so you know what's the agenda how do you engage how do you keep that engagement moving we're different because we use machine-based learning to find the smarts rather than a team of researchers which means you know our service is ultimately scalable um, and we also invite the user to define define their own sales triggers which is the ideal customer engagement point for them and and literally every single instance of artesian that's been deployed is um, unique to each subscribing customer and personalized to each individual user. So, so we're able to, you know, really provide um, that that kind of Savile Row to use an English um, uh, an English example that Savile Row tailored suit rather than the kind of, you know. 
uh, Hugo Boss uh, um, off the shelf type number. <laughs> I, lo- I, lo- I love the analogy. I guess Hugo Boss won't be sponsoring the show anytime soon after that comment. But <laughs> everybody nothing likes wrong, the- nothing wrong with Hugo Boss. But There's the backpedaling. <laughs> There's the backpedaling. All right, good stuff, Andrew. Let me ask you a kind of a more interesting strategic question about the space. So many people are saying I can't confirm or deny this, but many people are saying Mattermark might be for sale. When I had Daniel Danielle on back last year at NathanLacka.com forward slash the top three. 318 that was episode 318 she mentioned they are doing about 3.3 million in an annual run rate and they've raised about 18 million bucks would you ever consider buying them as a growth strategy um i think um i, I don't know about madam mark i can't comment but but i think that a market consolidation exercise is 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 inevitable if you look at the you know recent acquisition of um of, of a venture by by dun and bradstreet i think that's going to create a little bit of a ripple effect if if most of the platform players aren't thinking about this as a strategic element of their go forward strategy and their growth strategy then then you know they uh, they're not thinking about the right things in in my opinion so i see a scenario where um you know where, where companies could could join forces um to give them um broader reach um greater depth um, and, and, you know, a, a better all-round customer experience and obviously deliver better shareholder value over time. Uh, are you, I mean, do you have a person on your team that's actively looking at potential M&A deals to drive your guys' growth? No, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I'm a man with many hats. So the only person that, that focuses on that or dedicates any percentage of their time is, is myself. And, you know, I think it's really, really important to um, spend time speaking to other companies that are active in the same space. Quite often when you get together and you have a conversation face to face, you realize that, you, you, you know, you're trying to achieve um, different things in different ways. Although the words sound very similar in terms of the marketing messages, you know, the, the companies can be quite, quite different and quite complementary. You raised, at least I think publicly, based off my research, the last round was an $8 million round, uh, again, publicly in, in 2015. It sounds like you did maybe a bridge yeah. round after that. Was that a bridge round, that last round you did? There was some money that came before the $8 million. Um, there was um, a couple a couple of million more, and there was some, there was also some debt equity. So we're sitting at around about um, around about $14 million, about, uh, about, about £12 million. And how much of that do you still have in the bank so we can kind of project run rate? Um, so we we are in a position where we've got um, uh, adequate cash resources uh, to keep going without any uh, more uh, investment for the next two years. It just depends on how uh, how fast we turn up the the, the kind of temperature. Um, at the moment, um, you know, we'll be at the cash flow um, break even profitability stage by by kind of middle of the year, and that, that feels like a good place to be. And Andrew, so if I deconstruct that, you said you're good to go for the next two years without any additional capital. Does that mean if assuming sales stay flat, which they won't, but assume they stay flat, and assume burn also stays the same, you've got basically enough to keep keep going for two years? Yeah. Awesome. That's great. Andrew, last few questions here about about customers. You have obviously a large cohort of customers. So these questions are viable, I think. Uh, Talk to me in terms of CAC. What are you paying to acquire a new customer? So um, we're tracking on on around about one x in year one, which I, I, I you know I, I believe is 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 world class. You know the, the things that are really important to us: tracking overall growth, um, cost of acquiring a customer, uh, net churn and gross churn. Net Promoter Score. Um, you know, one of our secret weapons is w- that we, we we use. Whilst we might use um, machines to drive the smarts, we use great people to drive adoption. 
So one of the things that's a bit different about Artesian is we've got a gamified method inside the platform which measures and guides seller behavior and encourages the best behaviors. And it's, it's called a social seller score and it's also generated every 24 hours. And, and we use a combination of what the system's telling you uh, you should be doing and then you know some customer relationship management methods that we borrowed from our friends at Salesforce to really um, keep that um, average daily user engagement high. We're running at around about 89% average daily user engagement, which for a, for, a, for a tool set or platform in our space is, is, is really, really high. Andrew, and, does uh, that mean the 30,000 users are 89% of them are using on, are logging in using it on a daily basis? Yeah, absolutely. And also, we've, you know, when you look at Artesian, you, you'll see you'll see lots of, of 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 bits of things that you've seen before, but never in one place. So, um, one of the things we launched in the last year was um, um, uh, a way that we can um, build a smart calendar um, for, for for each user every day, so that the smarts get. You know, auto populated into into your calendar. That's where we're partnering with um, with Full Contact and others to also provide things like the social profiles of the people you meet, which goes way way beyond what you can find on LinkedIn. And circling back to the one X number you gave when I asked you what you pay to acquire a customer, am I? You know, you have 120 enterprise customers that, on average, you know, they're paying you call it six grand per month. That's how you get your 700 grand MRR number. So is it fair to say when you say one X, you're talking about a year payback period, which means you're spending about call it 60, 70 grand on acquisition? Yeah, depending on the segment. I mean, we've got we've got we've got some uh, small medium business customers, um, but it's it's a classic kind of you know eighty percent of the revenue comes from the you know, larger enterprise customers. So, so you wouldn't be far off. Okay. And what do you assume? Obviously, this is always kind of a back of the napkin thing, but what do you assume the lifetime value is of, of one of these 120 enterprise customers? So I'm, I'm measuring it in years. At the moment, it's tracking at 5.2 years. And how do you track that? Like, give us the equation because this is different for everybody. Yeah, so, so the way I've been taught to track it is to, um, is to look at um, the average that we are um, keeping hold of customers. So, you know, we've got, we've got banks like um, Barclays, HSBC. I mean, HSBC have just signed another three-year deal. That'll be, that'll be um, seven years of continual service. And that, you know, bear in mind our age, uh, we can't we can't obviously track beyond the timeline that is how long we've been in business. So we've seen a really, really healthy um, customer, um, uh, you know, uh, lifetime. And then from that, depending on the size of the customer in the segment, we can calculate the value. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you've got an average of five and a half years of lifetime based off the math you just gave, you're looking at what, about 62 months and at six grand per month, I think that brings lifetime value somewhere around 370 grand. To, yeah, I, to, I, think <laughs> I, I think I need to hire you in my finance team. Your brain works much faster <laughs> than the people around me. So. Hey, but listen, uh, I'm traveling. We'll grab coffee one day. We'll keep chatting. But Andrew, uh, th look, this is great. I mean, first off, thanks for being so transparent. There's a lot of people that come on and they get so scared, but I think the more transparent folks are, the more entrepreneurs are going to learn. And that's the whole freaking reason I do this show. And I can, t you must've listened to episodes before this. Cause you, you almost knew what I was going to ask before I asked it. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I think just to finish up, Nathan, you know, lots of enterprise class software doesn't get widely used and adopted. And if you ask any any sales leader or marketing leader to be honest about their team performance, I think the 80-20 rule is alive and kicking. You know, 80% of the value comes from 20% of the people. So the 80% that are average, 
you know, are the biggest opportunity that we have to make that dent in the universe that we talked about right at the beginning. And, you know, we get right into that as a company. Before I wrap up with your your favorite book and your favorite tool in the Famous Five, quick question here. Uh, if somebody Salesforce right now offered you 10x your ARR, so call it 70 million bucks to buy the company, do you sell? I'd be interested in talking to them about creating shareholder value. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, um, uh, 50% of our um, of our equity is owned by an institution that's invested with an expectation they're going to see a return. So, yeah. And how many know, co-founders do you have? Uh, well, two co-founders. So three of us have got um, about 50% of the business. And is that uh, just split a third, a third, a third? Uh, roughly speaking, yeah. Got it, got yeah. it. I call it 15, 15, 15 ish, something like that. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and I assume you're CEO, then what? The, you have a founder CTO and a founder in operations or something? Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's a three legged stool analogy. So, um, you know, a, 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 a mad scientist who can build it, um, a great guy who can make customers successful, and someone who can sell things. So guys, I'm so glad to be back in Austin. I just got back from a major tour of Southeast Asia, went to Sydney, Bangkok, Bali, and Japan. And you know, I always get sick when I travel. And this particular trip, my gosh, 15 different airports, 20 different hotels. I mean, imagine flushing in airport bathrooms. I was worried about germs and getting all the nutrition I need. I mean, finding a restaurant in Japan, difficult because nothing's in English. So it was hard enough to figure out the train system. But my point is, I had a guy named Drew Cannoli on the show who said, Nathan, if you're concerned about that, take these little green packets with you. You just mix them once per day with water. They'll keep you super healthy. You get all your nutrients and they'll keep you from getting sick. So I took them and guys, they worked unbelievably well. I got no sickness, just mixed them with water once per day. They didn't make my water bottles all sticky. That's like nice. A lot of these mixers, they make them sticky. It was very clean and smooth. Took them once per day, never got sick. So they've got 11 superfoods. And they're perfect if you're not traveling, but you're just on the go from your office to work. So you can check them out at nathanlatka.com forward slash juice. That's nathanlatka.com forward slash juice. Awesome, Andrew. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, I love uh, Escape Velocity by Jeffrey Moore. I think it's uh, I think it's the Bible that you should consume as a, as a CEO to keep you honest. Is that the same guy that wrote Crossing the Chasm? It absolutely is. It's kind of um, a few releases on from that. It, it's it, it brings in inside the tornado, crossing the chasm, a whole bunch of other things he, he did. It's well worth a look. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying today? I met a gentleman called Godfrey, Godfrey Sullivan uh, last September. Um, he's the guy that was behind Splunk. Um, not one of the founders of Splunk, but the guy that took it from ten million to a billion dollars. Probably one of the most inspirational people I've I've ever met, and um, really did change my perspective um, to the extent where I came straight back to the UK and, and made a number of uh, decisions with the team, which um, which were, are now playing out in terms of strategy. Number three, what is your favorite online tool, like Acuity Scheduling? <laughs> yeah, I need to check out Acuity Scheduling. They're I've, good. Uh, I've, I've listened to you talking about it. Yeah. Um, I, I like Artesian Ready. Uh, I know, I'm, uh, I know I'm, I'm drinking my own Kool-Aid, but... You know, is there, Andrew, I, is there a tool yeah. that you use to like manage your business, like 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 a utility based tool that you use every day to keep your team organized or get goals out or anything like that? Not really, just Microsoft Outlook and, um, uh, you know, email and, and the usual kind of personal productivity tools. What do you use for like analytics tracking inside the company? Any tools? We use a we use a, a tool set called Gecko Board, um, and we also have um, we also have all of the dashboards in Salesforce wired up. 
and we built a beautiful um, net promoter score. Uh, we got a customer uh, scorecard for every single customer that we can track every single day, which is which is really, really impressive for a company of our size. Number four, Andrew, how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Eight, eight hours a night. Damn, that's good. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? Married, two kids, uh, 14 and 11, boy and a girl, um, both at very expensive schools in the UK, <laughs> so I have to work really, really hard. And... Um, you know, it's been a, it's been a fabulous journey. It's my second time around as a founder. The first time we built a marketing automation company that became a Primo, that became Teradata. You left, by the way, two years. You left. You left, by the way, just two years before that big acquisition. I hope you still got some of the upside. <laughs> the double dip. I um, yeah. I, I, I did okay. I okay. Did good. Okay. Good. All right. And how old are you, Andrew? I am forty nine years young. All right, take us home, man. Take us back. What is that? Twenty nine years. What do you wish your twenty year old self knew? I wish I knew more about how money and leveraged finance works. I think it's a minefield for an entrepreneur and a CEO. And if I only knew now what I knew then. There you guys have it from Andrew Yates. He wishes he knew more about leverage and the finance industry in general. Building Artesian already has several successful businesses under his belt, but Artesian was founded in 2010. $40 million of equity and debt raised to date. 120 enterprise customers with over 30,000 seats. Those customers paying on average six grand per month. They're doing about 700 grand in monthly recurring revenue. The goal is to hit 10 to 15 million in ARR by the end of the year. Uh, churn, super healthy, 93% annual retention, and then net, net, a net negative revenue churn. About and that's about 120% in terms of revenue expansion year on year. CAC, really healthy to LTV ratio, super healthy with average customers sticking around over five years. Team of 60, again, helping you and specifically SDRs folks get better, more qualified leads, and most importantly, reach out at the right time using a variety of data sets they've got in their back end. Andrew, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you, Nathan. If you enjoyed Andrew today, go back and listen to Ramin Sayer yesterday. His company, Sumo Logic, has raised $140 million. They've now passed 1,300 paying customers, and he shares his annual recurring revenue with me. Tune in to find out what it is. It would mean the world to me if you guys got any value from this episode, if you would go leave a review on iTunes right now and then subscribe. You know, I hustle like heck to get these episodes out every freaking day for you guys. And trust me, I love it. I would do it with no listeners. But boy, oh boy, it makes my day and it makes my team's day when we see great reviews and get your feedback. So thanks so much. Okay, Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars, and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google Ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money. Hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan.